The Joe Pags Show. To talk to Joe, call 888-941-PAGS. And now, it's Joe Pags. Yes, indeed. Glad to have you. Thanks. We've got Jason Rance, bottom of the hour. He is a talk show host in Seattle, Washington. He's got a new book out explaining these far left-wing progressive Democrat cities, why they're doing what they're doing, what the hope is, and how you can stop it from happening where you are. Make sure you stick around for that. I'm going to start things out, though, with uh, an interesting story out of Michigan. Not interesting in, in that I like that it happened. I wish that it hadn't happened. This is this kid who killed four classmates in Oxford, Michigan, and he could face life in prison, and people are questioning whether that's appropriate. And I've got my thoughts on that. I'm sure you probably do as well. So make sure you stick around for that. It's the Joe Pag Show. Glad to have you along for the ride on your Friday, your free speech Friday. Let's go. Yes, sir. Carries off. That's Polo getting it done. Same band. Lady with the plan. I'm your talk monkey, Joe Pags. Glad to have you. By the way, if you didn't see the funniest line of the night from the debate the other day, Chris Christie calling out Donald Trump. It's up. It's a it's a short video. On YouTube and Instagram, Joe Talk Show, J-O-E-T-A-L-K-S-H-O-W. On TikTok, it's Joe Pags. He really rings it. Sam, did you see that one? Oh, I saw it. Come on. He calls him out. He looks right, he looks right in the camera. Let's him have it. He play. Now, are you like me? Do you think he probably practiced that in the mirror a lot? You know he did. You know he did. And I want to know who's in his crew that said, that'll be the funniest line of the night, man. <laughs> Who did that? Man, that would be if you if you said that you're going to win the debate. No. Nope. Not so much. Just dumb. If you haven't seen it, I need you to go and see it. Just pick your favorite social media where they do the short videos and uh, and find me on there. I want to give you this case. All of us heard about this case out of Oxford, Michigan. And I don't normally say the names, but it's big letters on this story, so if you're watching, you'll see it. Um I I'm not going to give him the extra the extra fame that he probably wanted. But uh, a 15-year-old, he was 15 at the time, who killed four Michigan students could spend the rest of his life behind bars, according to a judge. This is interesting to me. This is written by Lauren DeVal, or Valley, I'm not sure, and Holly Yen over on CNN. For some reason, two people had to write it. The teen gunman who killed four students at Oxford High School is eligible for life imprisonment without parole, the harshest possible punishment in Michigan, the judge ruled Friday, today. This person, now 17, was 15 when he opened fire at the school on November 30th of 2021. He has pleaded guilty to one count of terrorism causing death, four counts of first-degree murder, and 19 other charges related to the deadly rampage. Seven people, including a teacher, were also shot and survived. Now he's eligible for life in prison without the possibility of parole, Oakland County Circuit Court Judge Kwame Rowe said today the decision marks the latest court development in a nation still plagued by school shootings with more than 50 recorded and 27 people dead so far this year by the way that that's the that, that's just the reporters throwing in their their left bias they want to pretend like school violence is horrible look at all the dead students and i don't want there to be any school shootings don't misunderstand but they they at the same time won't report on the 48 or 50 that'll be shot this weekend in chicago that's not it's something reportable but this is i digress 
Um, the judge in Crumley's case considered the teen's behavior before the mass shooting and during um, his time in custody since his arrest. He said Friday, I guess they just said the guy's, the guy's name. It's clear to this court that the defendant had an obsession with violence before the shooting, Rose said, citing, citing the person's disturbing writings and documented violence against animals before the mass shooting. Since his arrest, the judge says this person this year bypassed technical security on a jail tablet to watch graphic violent content online. Rose said that this person's rehabilitation in prison is unlikely because of his obsession with violence. If the defendant continues to be obsessed with violence in jail, how could there be a possibility of rehabilitation, the judge said. Still, his fate remains uncertain with his formal sentencing uh, scheduled for December 8th when he's eligible for a life sentence without parole. He still could be given a life sentence with the possibility of parole. Shooting victims who survived the attack and family members of those killed are expected to give uh, victim impact statements at the sentencing hearing in Pontiac, Michigan, before Roe hands down this person's sentence on December 8th. An interesting twist in this is parents also face charges. While he remains in jail awaiting sentence, his parents are, um, are in jail awaiting trial. His parents, Jennifer and James, have both been charged with four counts of involuntary manslaughter. Prosecutors have said they gave their son easy access to a gun and disregarded signs he was a threat. The parents allegedly ignored his request for mental health treatment after the teen said he needed help, according to an opinion written by a panel of judges in March. So a couple of different angles here. 15-year-old goes to school, kills four classmates, shoots seven others, faces life in prison without the possibility of parole. I agree that he should get life in prison without the possibility of parole. I don't want to hear about he's young, he's immature, Violent video games, violence in movies. I don't want to hear it. We all faced all of that. And yes, some are more susceptible to it than others. I get it. And yes, the signs should have been seen. And yes, mental health is an issue in this country. But there, there are still four dead people and seven others that were shot. So without a doubt, when you're a heinous criminal doing a heinous crime, you should face the rest of your life behind bars or death. You just get killed. We, we're, we're rid of you. Goodbye. You can never do it again because now you're dead. That's what should happen. His age doesn't matter to me. This goes into the same argument for somebody who is so-called mentally incompetent. If somebody who is deemed to be mentally incompetent kills, for some reason, they don't have to be charged with the same thing or stand the same sort of trial as if the dead person is less dead because the person who did it might have some mild mental incapacity. If you have the ability to grab that gun or that knife or that ice pick or that rock or whatever it is that you used or strangle with your hands, if you have the ability to do that and you are knowingly killing somebody, I don't know what the question is. I really don't. So I don't like the way that we always seem to be on the side of the bad person doing the bad thing and less on the side of the, of the people that were innocent and got taken out because of it. So I am okay with this person never seeing the light of day again. Now, I don't know the exact circumstances of his parents. If they had the gun laying around on the, on the bed or laying there on the kitchen table, the gun still ain't going to do anything by itself. The son still had to grab it and do something with it. But if they had, a, they had the knowledge that this person had a mental issue, and if in fact it's true that the person wanted mental help and wasn't given it and still had access to firearms, I can see why they would be charged with something. Involuntary manslaughter, I think that's a little bit much. Because they didn't do it. He did it. I'm not far from guns right now. The fact that I'm, I'm in the proximity of guns doesn't mean I'm going to be a killer. 
This person is a killer because that's who he is. This person isn't a killer because there was an availability of a gun. But again, if you have it laying out and you know there's a history of mental health issues, you know that he requested mental help, then I can see a charge of something for the parents. But they've been, they've been in prison or jail being held the entire time for two years? I find that to be very odd. And again, I think there should be a punishment, but they had nothing to do with killing those people. The son did it. I'm not defending them. They should be charged with something, but I'm confused by that part of it. So, twofold. A, do you think this person should have the ability to get out? Look, even my friend Rudy Giuliani believes in redemption. I believe in redemption. He might be redeemed in prison. Then he can go and he can be, become a pastor or a priest or a, uh, an imam or a, or, or a rabbi to people in prison. You killed four innocent people and, sh- and shot seven others. You should never get out. I mean, I'm of the belief that if you rape somebody, you should be put to death. If you're a pedophile, you should be put to death. I'm somebody who is a hardliner when it comes to people committing crimes because, A, that person will never do it again, that heinous crime. B, society will see what we do to the worst in our society. I talk about it all the time, and I'm never, ever going to change from this. If there are no consequences, what's the reason to stop? If there are no consequences, why exactly would you stop running rampant? Again, this weekend, and it sucks that I'm saying it, and I'm not predicting it because I want it, but this weekend alone, you'll have 30 to 50 people killed in Chicago. And nobody will say a word, and if the people are caught, somebody will say, well, they're so young, and they had, they had misfortune growing up, and they had a mental this and mental that. Those people will still be shot, many of them dead. And we as a society have to make a decision. We want this, these people to continue having this opportunity every weekend, or we want them put away or dead for the crimes they're committing. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Your thoughts when we come back. This is the Joe Pags Show. Great to have you, the Joe Pag Show. Thanks a lot for stopping by. We've got Jason Rance at the bottom of the hour, talk show host out of Seattle, is going to outline why these left progressive cities like Seattle, Portland, Chicago, and so on are so out of whack, what they're trying to achieve, why they keep on doing it, and how do we fix it. Also, I've got a story that Lynn just sent me about the House passing a defense bill. You're going to love the salary that has been offered to Lloyd Austin, the defense um, secretary. You're going to love it. I'll have that for you coming up as well. 888-941-PAGS, 888-941-7247, JoePags.com. Yes, I, I got a return uh, email from, from the lady in Montana. I'm not going to say her name. I'm not calling her on national radio. She insists that she's been calling the right number. I have now written her three times, telling her it's 888-941-7247. Her complaint this time is that I say it too fast, and she got it right from my website. Hey, Sam, does the website say 888-7247? Um, yeah, no. <laughs> I mean, I'm pretty sure the website says the whole number, I think. It'd be kind of weird if it right. didn't. Yeah, I mean, that would be kind of weird, but hopefully she'll call in sometime because she's still asking, what number do you want me to call? And then she heard a little bit of the back and forth with the Montana lady from last hour, and she says, surely you weren't talking about me. Well, of course I was. You're the only person writing me this email that you think you can dial seven numbers and get through to the show. I love you like a sister. I love that you listen to my program. Use the right number, 
Sam, was I clear on that or no? I mean, I could not have said it any slower. I'm so, just going to, yes. I don't know. Pretty clear. <laughs> I don't think my brain slows down any more than that. So there, that's where we are. Um, all right, let me uh, remind you about Eden Pure. Eden Pure has got a great air purifying system. It, it is compact. It plugs right into the wall. In other words, it does not take up a bunch of floor space. A lot of these other air purifiers that cost way too much, uh, too much money don't do the job well enough. They take up a bunch of real estate inside your house. Don't do that. Get the Eden Pure Thunderstorm. And it quickly destroys viruses, odors, mold, and a lot more. Over 350,000 have been sold. You know that it works very well. Any smell is going to vanish after a few seconds with a thunderstorm being on. Odors from litter boxes, trash cans, cigarette smoke, dirty diapers, and more are no match. The powerful thunderstorm sends out O3 molecules which seek out and destroy odors. These molecules even go behind and under furniture. Nothing can hide from the thunderstorm. And guess what? You do not have to buy filters every month. That's going to save you a bunch of money. Right now, save $200 on an Eden Pure Thunderstorm 3-pack. For the entire home, get three units for under $200. Put one in your basement, your bedroom, your family room, your kitchen, anywhere you need free, a clean, fresh air. Go to EdenPureDeals.com. Put in discount code PAGS, P-A-G-S, to save $200. That's EdenPureDeals.com. Discount code PAGS. Shipping is free. You know, you never know. The webmasters might have, Blair might have gone in there and changed it. Let me, let me take a look. JoePags.com. Have not gone to the website today. Um, I don't even know where the number is on here. Do you, Sam? It might not even be a number on here. I believe it's under contact. Oh, it's under contact. Let me go to contact. Hold on. Let me go to contact. Boom. Drop us a line. Not even see a number on here. What number is she seeing? It's definitely not seven numbers. I think maybe she just made it up. I'm just going to go ahead and put that out there. <laughs> you think she heard what I said and then threw it out there that, you know, I'm just going to dial what I think he said. And then I'll yell at them when it doesn't work. Okay, I got you. That could be. I don't see a number on the website. Now, on all of my social media, the right number is there because I typed it in. That's for sure. Uh, let me go to the phone lines. Let me uh, let me say hello and welcome. Is she on the line? No. Darn it. Let me go to um, Tyrone, Oklahoma. What's going on? Hi. Yeah, thank you. I just wanted to uh, make a comment about the uh, young man who killed those four people and wounded those others. Um Jesus and in Israel and everything like that, we have consequences that we have to pay for our actions, even though we may be forgiven. Right. And God should give us what we need to weather those consequences for our punishment. But uh, it is no way that might not, not be to the judicial uh, system, but it is no way that we will get out Scott free, yes, because we all have a free will, and we have to pay. Uh, he has free will; we have free will. But when you abuse his free will, and he might become a pope or whatever—I mean, a priest—but still, he would be strong. But he still has to pay for the consequences of his actions. Well, Tyrone, I'm with you, and I agree with you 100. percent I don't think he's going to be a pope, by the way. But I, I do, I do agree with yeah, you. I <laughs> I, I, I do agree with you. I think that he can repent. I think he could become a great priest or a, a preacher or a pastor or something uh, behind bars, and maybe he could help other people not run into the same ends that he did, but he shouldn't get out. There's nothing in the Bible that says you don't get any consequences. Of course you do. Uh, let me go to Ron in Massachusetts. Free Speech Friday. He wants to talk about the Joe Biden stuff. What's up? Hey, this is the Joe Pag Show. I dialed the right number. Hey, okay. way to go. Nice. Massachusetts got it right. Let's go. <laughs> hey, um, earlier you were talking about um, the de you know how the Democrats keep on saying that there's no evidence. Um, it's just straight up, it's straight up gaslighting. 
And uh, we need to do the same thing back to them. Everything that they're doing, we need to do right back to them. There's no high road with these people at all. Um, when they say, oh, uh, Elon Musk is at the border, we need to say, no, there's no evidence that Elon Musk was at the border. <laughs> you know, we, 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 that's what we need to do. We, we just need to, they've been having a demoralization campaign on us since at least 2015. And we need to give it right back to them at all levels from the ground up. Listen, you're right on it, Ron, and thanks for, for getting phone number right. You're right on it. At the end of the day, they're much better at messaging than the right is. They, they just are. And the right's afraid to, like, lose that martini lunch or lose their privileges to the executive workout booth in, in, at the Senate or something. L listen, you've, you've got to roll your sleeves up and wait. And you know what? I don't care what you think of her. I, I think she's great. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, I don't care what you think about her. She will fight you. She will go ahead and fight you. This is from... Um, now, I don't, I don't know how they're going to, they're going to spin it badly, I'm sure. It's from USA Today. But the, um, the headline is really great. House passes defense bill with a $1 salary for Lloyd Austin. Marjorie Taylor Greene says it's too much. <laughs> You'd need somebody like Marjorie Taylor Greene to fight. Out of Washington, a defense spending bill passed the House Thursday night with an amendment from, from, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, Representative a Republican from Georgia, to reduce Defense Secretary Lloyd Austin's salary to $1. She said even a buck is too much money. The bill passed the chamber along with party lines, 218 to 210. Secretary of Defense Lloyd Austin has been a failure for our military and for America, Green wrote on X, the platform formerly known as Twitter. Last night, the DOD appropriations bill passed the House with my Holman Rule amendment to reduce his salary to $1, but even that's too much. The Holman Rule allows amendments to, uh, to appropriate legislation that would reduce the salary of a, uh, or fire specific federal employees or cut a specific program, according to the House Rules Committee. House lawmakers have not targeted a single defense salary in modern history or maybe ever, like Green has targeted the annual earnings of Austin, the country's first black secretary of defense. Come on, dude. See, typical USA Today goes somewhere that Marjorie Taylor Greene didn't go. But now they have to try to paint her as some sort of racist. They're only doing it because he's black. You can kiss my ass. I can tell you how stupid this is. Lloyd Austin is a an absolute abject failure at his job. Period. End of story. When you've got a guy who acts like he doesn't know there are drag shows on military bases, you've got a guy who must have said okay to pulling out of Afghanistan like that, killing 13 Americans and many other Afghans who helped us. This guy does not deserve the job. I don't care if he's green. It doesn't matter what his shade of skin or ancestry is. He's horrible at the job. So, yeah, I agree with Marjorie Taylor Green. Dollar for Lloyd Austin is a dollar too much. Come on. All right, uh, when we come back to me, Jason Rance. Now, a little inside baseball, and you won't see this if you're watching, but the first shot we had, he was going from New York City to, um, I believe, Washington, D.C., on a train, and it was really cool. We had the background passing by. It was very cool, but it kept on breaking up every two seconds. I think that they were skipping cell, cell towers or something, so we couldn't do it uh, via video. It was very cool for a minute because I've never interviewed somebody on a moving train before, which I thought was actually very good. But we can't show you that. What we're going to show you is me interviewing him on the phone. That was the only way we made it happen. We did Skype. We did FaceTime. We tried. Trust me when I say we tried. But he's got a great book and a great message. You're going to want to hear it and see it. Keep it here. Joe Pags.